0: one of the initial difficulties with practice that i often hear about is when practitioners are beginning to experience high levels of emotion the emotion is usually is usually anxiety or anger depression driven sadness Uh, To talk about anger a little bit, anger is really a complex emotion. We can identify it in others, and most of us can identify it in ourselves. Typically, a red face or popping veins indicate its presence. However, below the surface of anger, uh, there is another emotion there is usually an overwhelming sense of pain which typically is in the form of sadness and hurt and what exactly triggers i our, our anger i know for myself is much more difficult to identify than the anger itself uh sometimes all we know is anger so anger is usually accompanied by a flurry of thoughts of injustices and and the experience of some external threat, a threat that is often not really existent except for within the narrative of our imagination. And we know this to be true when we calm down and realize how disproportionate our anger was to the initial trigger. In such a case, our brains are responding as if there were a threat, um, a life threat, uh, to our safety, anger's quite fiery and requires a lot of energy and even with a mild irritation, which is just uh, just a, a a small version of anger, it zaps our strength so being mindful of anger or any of the emotions any of the strong emotions that I mentioned uh, means that we're turning toward the emotion. So if we're escaping the anger, um, or the underlying hurt and fear, or that resigned depth of depression, we can actually strengthen the emotion. Uh, Instead we must go through it. So I will oftentimes invite my patients to, uh, to turn toward the emotion, turn toward the anxiety, um, investigate the anger and open to the depression. And they often look at me like I'm crazy, but the way out is through it. Um, listening to Joseph Goldstein, um, uh, pioneer in Western mindfulness meditation um, uh, reminded me of one of my own experiences in St. Thomas as a preteen. I was experiencing for the first time the power of the open ocean waves and I quickly learned that if I resist that initial swell and turn my back on this giant wave curl up in a ball, and attempt to just be be absorbed by the wave, I'll be pummeled along the coral and the rocks. It didn't take too long to figure out that I had to try the opposite, which was to dive headfirst into these giant waves. So, Every wave passes just as our emotions do. And if we remain open to the present moment sensation of the emotion, then we can watch its impermanent nature during our practice or while going through our your day, you might invite the emotion in, investigate it, be curious about it. And be curious and investigate it in a way that is kind and gentle. Make sure that we're checking our attitude. How are we approaching our emotion? Um, if if it is really uncomfortable, what is it that is uncomfortable? I'll often tell. Beginners of mindfulness meditation or those that are overwhelmed by an emotion to stay with the physical sensations So what does this emotion feel like in the body? Where is there tightness heaviness pressure tension waves? burning coolness Where is it in the body? and to locate it and experience it and be with it in the moment to moment. And all the while remembering that everything that rises eventually falls. There is no emotion that has the power to sustain itself for an extended period of time. That is, unless we resist it and perhaps fuel our fear of it, so we can open to it and attempt to dive into it. This emotion, after all, is as human and as natural as is the sweat on our brow or the saliva in your mouth. It is meant to happen. Beginning this meditation, sit in an upright and dignified position. Allowing the rest of your body to relax. Softening the eyes. Softening the jaw. Softening the belly. Sit and know that you are sitting, feeling the pressure. And when you're ready, gently turning your attention toward your breath. Experiencing the moment-to-moment physical sensations of our breath as we breathe in and as we breathe out. Noting perhaps to ourselves in when we breathe in and out when we breathe out. inevitably we'll become distracted and if an emotion should distract us and pull us away then naming that emotion anger anger and then once we've opened to it how does that emotion change when we observe it. Then when you're ready, you can bring your attention back to the breath, back to your anchor, noticing at the tip of your nose, or perhaps the back of your throat, or at your belly, the moment-to-moment sensations of the air passing in and out. there's no problem with losing our attention on our breath it is the practice itself to notice what has taken us away to note it and to be with it and make it the object of our meditation So if a thought takes us away from our breath and we begin to get caught in a thought of what we have to do later today, or we get caught in a thought of, of judging ourselves for the way that we are meditating, we can know that we are judging or know that we are thinking Know that we are rehearsing for the future, or perhaps replaying the past. Knowing that whatever thought we have, whatever emotion we have, whatever experience we have is impermanent. Always changing, and eventually falls or fades away. When you're ready, you can begin to wiggle your fingers and toes. Slowly open your eyes. Note that you are seeing. Return to the room and carry this moment to moment awareness into your day.